Hi, I'm Masferno and you're listening to the Sega Lounge. Welcome to the Sega Lounge, a podcast dedicated to our love for all things Sega, be it the games, the music, or the community. I'm KC. In each episode, I'll be talking to different guests and sharing their projects and their passion for Sega. Hello everyone and welcome to the Sega Lounge. Take a seat and our waiters will be with you shortly. It's a new week which means a new episode and a new guest for you to get to know better. But I'd like to start this week's show by giving a very special shout-out to the Arcade Perfect podcast crew, namely Daz and Tag. They've been on the Sega Lounge in the past, and their podcast was a joy to listen to. Unfortunately, due to personal issues, they've decided to put the project on hold indefinitely after one last episode to be recorded soon. The Arcade Perfect podcast will truly be missed, but thanks to the interwebs, you can still listen to all the episodes they recorded so far and learn about the best and worst home console ports of arcade classics. Here's hoping everything goes well and they make their triumphant returns someday soon. And now, let's talk about this week's guest. This week, I'm welcoming Alec Brook, aka Iceferno, to the lounge. He won Radio Sega's Fan Choice Remix of the Year 2020 award, as voted by the station's listeners, with his arrangement of Tetrimix from the Mega Drive version of Tetris. Keeping with tradition, I invited him over for some drinks, questions, and a musical quiz. Well, maybe not drinks, but definitely the Sega Lounge Challenge. Keep listening to find out more about Iceferno's interesting history with video games, as well as how the Mega Drive came into his life and what he's currently cooking in terms of his music. Hello Iceferno, welcome to the Sega Lounge. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> nice to have you here. It's, a, it's an honor to have you on the show. Yeah, thanks for the invite. Oh, my pleasure, my pleasure. So you're obviously a very talented, talented musician, um, remixer. We'll, we'll get into that in a little bit. But usually when I have guests on the show, I, I like to, to know a little bit more about them. So yeah. what I usually like to ask is, for example, how people got into video games, first of all. So you're, you're, you've been remixing video game music, and that's why we're, we're talking today. But um, obviously... You first started by playing video games at some point in your life. How did that happen? Uh, in in what what got you into video games? Uh, I think it started when I was probably starting primary school. Uh, I befriended someone and he introduced me to the NES. And uh, Double Dragon Two and Mario Three were among the first games I ever played. Awesome, awesome. So you didn't own the the NES? Nah. I just went around and played a bit, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, awesome. Uh, did you at some point 
uh, get one or or any other console? Um, I think the first console we had in the household was the Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Any particular memories about those times? Any uh, title that stood out? Probably Super Mario World. That's the one we played the most. Yeah. W what about it? Captured your imagination? Uh, I think just the uh, the sheer amount of gameplay in it, like um, all the worlds and all the secrets and just how big it was, I guess, at the time. Mm -hmm. Especially compared to the previous ones on the NES, right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Um, did you ever get uh, one of the, you know, 16-bit or 8-bit uh, Sega consoles at the time? Yeah, yeah eventually. Um, a, a friend of my brother's, he he lent a Mega Drive to us. And uh, I sort of, I think Sonic 1 or 2 were the first games I played on that. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> But it, it, wasn't a, it was a while until I owned my own Mega Drive. But uh, yeah, I eventually found a compilation cartridge um it's called m6 or mega 6 volume 3 mm -hmm. and it's got a uh, revenge of shinobi sonic one and streets of rage on and that's probably what i consider the tipping point of uh music production like the encouragement to get me into it awesome <laughs> yeah that's amazing so uh, two yuzu koshiro soundtracks right yep <laughs> so that's 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 amazing <laughs> yeah so how old were you when you first, you know, heard those those tracks? Um, probably about 10 or 11, because I, I got the Mega Drive kind of late. My brother had moved on mm -hmm. to the N64 by that time. Yeah, yeah. Awesome, uh, awesome. Yeah, um, I was mostly inheriting the, co the old consoles that he used to have. So you, you're obviously a younger sibling, right? You're a yeah. younger brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The pain, <laughs> the curse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, amazing, amazing. It, did you? Uh, so at that time, you you got that that Mega Drive. You got those games. Um, obviously, I I I'm saying obviously. I don't know. Are you still like a, a, an active gamer to uh, this day, or somewhat? I I still play retro games more than modern stuff, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is it about retro games that you prefer over modern ones? Um, I don't know. It's just, I guess, because they were so limited and they had to push more into them or something, as opposed to modern games that they have so many more possibilities. But I don't know. They don't seem quite as creative somehow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The limitations pushed yeah. creativity, right? Yeah. I think so, yeah. <laughs> That's that's usually the case, yeah. So let's let me ask you a, a a very hard question to to answer. Maybe maybe not. It's usually okay. hard. I don't know. So if you had to pick one, what would you say is your favorite game of all time? Uh, the first Streets of Rage. That was fast and easy. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Why? And that that's interesting. Most people say. Uh, between the the three original games, you pe people usually pick the the second one. Why, yeah. why the first one? I I think it's because that's the one I originally owned on that compilation, and it sort of 
it really helped get me into music production. Mm-hmm. So I have a lot of nostalgia and uh, I, I consider it a very important part of uh, my childhood. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I, I do agree, though. I, I have to say, I, I've mentioned this several times. I, I, I am a sucker for, for the original Streets of Rage. I, yeah. I, th- I think 2 is, is superior in many aspects, but I have a soft spot for, for the original one. Yeah. I, I'm not sure why. I, I have some memories of playing that with, with my dad as well. And um, maybe that's, as you said, nostalgia for, yeah. for the game. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome stuff. Um, so did you uh, ever play all the three original ones in, back in the day or just more recently? Um, or? Not, not back in the day, but I eventually mm-hmm. tried uh, two and three on emulators and I, mm-hmm. I enjoyed those. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. Okay. Have you tried Streets of Rage Four yet? Yeah, I've. Um, it's it's quite an interesting entry. Um, the uh, I like the art style and the the music's quite varied. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let let's talk about the music in Streets of Rage Four because it's. I'm guessing it's probably still a divisive subject. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 some of it is very close to the feel of the original soundtrack, yeah. but there are some variations here and there. So what what were your thoughts on on the whole thing, on the, on the soundtrack as a whole? Yeah, um, I think it has quite a mixed tone, and I think that's it's good in a way, but it's also a bit of a problem because you've got so many composers on it, and some of their tracks I don't feel quite capture the essence of Streets of Rage. Mm-hmm. So you would have probably gone with in in a different direction. Yeah, I think if so. you were part of the the team. Yeah. Okay, Streets of Rage Five, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so obviously, you know, video game music in Streets of Rage, particularly, seems to have played a, a big part in getting you into music production. Yeah. Um, why why and how did you end up you know getting involved with that um i think it was just because um i think i enjoyed house music the most and when i heard it in the game it sort of opened up a new way of hearing it to me and that, and that sort of encouraged me more to want to make it myself mm-hmm. so is that something you do professionally um today? Somewhat. I, I'm sort of freelance, I guess, but I do mm-hmm. sell albums and I get a bit of revenue from YouTube and so on. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Was apart from Streets of Rage, so you mentioned Streets of Rage, Sonic 1 and um, Revenge of Shinobi, right? Yeah. Were there any other specific games that you think uh, were, you know, very influential in, in getting you interested in making music? Um, it's hard to pinpoint others, but uh, I think a lot of uh, Sega soundtracks, they, they have something very catchy about them, and I think they resonated with me more than uh, what you'd hear on Nintendo systems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any Anything, so you, you're obviously more focused on, on retro gaming, Yeah. Uh, but 
is there anything from like more recent times that you enjoyed from a music standpoint? Um, I was quite fascinated by um, the indie game Fez, which came out mm -hmm. uh, a number of years ago, because uh, it sort of combines 8-bit and ambient and a lot of sort of soundscapes, which I found quite interesting. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So w what would you say is like, for example, if, if you were to, let's say you were to, you know, someone gave you a, a console or uh, maybe gave you a bunch of games of more modern games uh, for you to try out on PC, for example, and you're, you're just playing those games to find a very good soundtrack, what would you say are the elements that you would be looking for? You know, from, from your personal taste and stuff, what would you say would be like the perfect soundtrack for you? Um, I suppose it's just something that's, it has a sort of immersive atmosphere and perhaps throws back to the 90s in some way. So it has that, the sort the similar sort of chimes and bells that you might hear in mid 90s Sega properties like um, Sonic's CD or Sonic R or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome stuff. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. So uh you you've mentioned how you got into into music production and all of that. Uh so you're you're I invited you here uh, because you were the champion, the winner of yes. Radio <laughs> Sega's Fed Choice Remix of the Year 2020. Uh with yep. With not uh, uh, Streets of Rage remix, uh, no. interestingly, but with a Tetris remix, right? Yep. <laughs> so how did you end up, um, you know, finding, did you, do you own a Mega Drive Mini or? No, I just no? remember hearing about it and I, I tried out the game at one point and I was just quite interested in sort of the legacy and the rarity of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And why did you end up thinking, okay, this I could make something nice out of this. I could make something ice fernoy out of this. Um, I think it was it's actually an experiment because I recently got an, a new sound set, a sort of new sound resource, and I wanted to try it out on something. And uh, so I sort of experimented with Tetrimix, mm -hmm. and uh, it eventually became a full track. Awesome. So what was your thought process throughout the whole thing? What were you going for? Um, I wanted to make something kind of 90s, which emulated the Sonic CD and Mania sound. So uh, I just sort of tried to get some of the instruments that were used in those games and base a track around them. Mm -hmm. So it's basically Tetris Mania. Yeah, in a way. If there, there ever was a thing. Yeah. This would be the soundtrack to Tetris Mania. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yes, awesome. Yeah. So and, and you ended up uh, winning and getting the most votes. So for people listening, not uh, in the know, not, not familiar with uh, Radio Sega's Fan Choice Remix of the Year uh, awards, uh, first of all, why? Shame on you. Uh, and second of all, uh, it's... it's uh, People 
can can uh, vote, right? So throughout the months, uh, we have a show on Radio Sega called Sega Mix Drive. Some of the tracks that are highlighted throughout the the year then get voted uh, in seasonal pools, and the top ones get to the final, uh, you know, remix of the year pool, and people have get to vote for their favorites. And you got voted uh, more. Your track got voted more than tracks by, for example, you know, no biggie like T Lopes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, track featuring Mega Ran. Um, you know, Car Metal, previous winner, um, even our own Rexy. So, how did you feel about this win? Yeah, I was very surprised because I was tuned into the show when they were being counted down, and I thought. Oh, I'll be number two because I hadn't heard it yet. And then when uh, the T. Lopez and Jenseno track was played, I was very surprised because I knew mine would be after that. And in a Sonic track on top of that as well, right? Yeah. The T. Lopes track was a Sonic track. So, yeah. A Tetris remix beat a Sonic remix, <laughs> which, is, which is amazing. <laughs> An official remix. It's very yes, surprising to me. Yes. Indeed, indeed. So, how did you did you celebrate in any way? Yeah, I think was I there did. champagne? <laughs> I think I had a drink or two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, no, no champagne then. So, just drinks in general, but no champagne. Yeah. Okay. Oh. No. <laughs> Next year, we have to send a bottle of champagne to the winner. Well, so, I think uh, I I had champagne anyway because it was New Year's. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but Rexy, if you're listening next year, you need your job is to send a bottle of champagne to the winner. Uh, <laughs> okay, and um, so you obviously kind of throw back to to the '90s sound and stuff. I know what you're gonna say, at least one of the names that you're gonna mention, but I think it's pretty obvious at this point. But what or who would you say are your biggest influences when it comes to video game music? And maybe not just video game music. Maybe there's mm. something outside of the realm of video game music that you also listen to and influences your, your work, perhaps? Yeah. Well, Yuzo Koshiro is definitely a top pick. There we go. <laughs> so there you go. Um, <laughs> but also, I've, um, Vangelis is quite a strong influence because um, mm. my parents used to listen to him from the tapes that my mum's brother would send over. And uh, it really stood out to me among what I heard at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think other other influences would include people like um, Airbase, who's a trance producer. And he's, uh, I think I consider him probably the best trance producer of the 2000s. And uh, other genres like um, house music, uh, strong influences there would be Frankie Knuckles and Kerry Chandler. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, do you do you think do you have you ever tried in one of your uh, tracks to you know go somewhere out of the scope of those genres, or is there um, something is that something that you would consider doing in the future, or? Yeah, I've been trying to expand into other genres like um, hip-hop and a bit of techno. 
drum and bass, which I haven't done that much of. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> That's something something to look out for then in the future, right? Yeah. <laughs> and people can find your music uh, on your Bandcamp page. Yeah. Am I correct? Yes. Maybe YouTube as well. Not maybe. Definitely YouTube as Definitely well. Definitely YouTube. <laughs> Definitely YouTube. But uh, you know, in, in, in on Bandcamp, you have all the the albums, right? Yeah. So when we go to your Bandcamp page, the the most obvious you know thing here is this guy loves Streets of Rage. Yeah. <laughs> right. So we have Streets of Wrath, all of the Streets of Wrath albums. Yep. Would you like to tell me a little bit about the idea behind the Streets of Wrath albums, the concept? Yeah, I originally came up with it uh, in 2017. I had reinstalled the um, Streets of Rage remake and uh, I was going through the directory and noticed the music files were Og Vorbis format and then I realized how easy it would be to change those and swap those out for my own themes. So I sort of started with remixes I did but then I eventually sort of realized I could do an, an entire soundtrack based on specific roots in the game because the remake recreates uh, the roots from one, two, and three. So I sort of expanded on that idea, and eventually I got an album series out of it. Mm -hmm. Indeed you, you have, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you also did Camarocho of Wrath. Yep. Right, so because of the Streets of Camarocho yeah, uh, right. game, they released last year for Sega's 60th anniversary as well, right? Yeah. So that that's also based on that game and something a little bit more as well? Yeah, it's a sort of a bonus, I guess. Because uh, <laughs> I, I know the game is just a reskin of this first stage of Streets of Rage 2, but I mm -hmm. really enjoyed the new visuals that they put in. Mm -hmm. So it's, it inspired me to make new work for it. Awesome. Have you ever played Yakuza, by the way? I've started Yakuza? Yakuza 0 recently. Okay. So yeah, Thoughts on fun. the soundtrack? Um, yeah, there's quite a varied soundtrack in the series because I've heard from the other games, like um, when they're not doing the sort of usual rock stuff, they've got some quite soft tunes. And uh, I think my favorite one in the series is the casino theme from Yakuza 4. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually use that, or I've used that on Radio Sega as a bad music for the Sega Lounge as well. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Um, th there are, th there's a lot of variety in, in the, the Yakuza soundtracks, yeah. to be honest. So the, there's a lot of, there's some techno-y stuff as well. So yeah. I, I think you'd probably enjoy it very much. I, I can see you maybe remixing a track or two from those soundtracks. Hmm. Mm. Something to consider, perhaps. A suggestion. <laughs> I've started a few remixes, actually. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Anything you'd like to share, or is it still a secret? Um, well, it's, it's sort of somewhat private, because I'm part of a project that's doing a, a sort of extended mod for Streets of Camarocho, so you can play it in Streets of Rage Remake. And I've been oh. doing 16-bit versions of various Yakuza themes. It's awesome. I, I wasn't aware of that. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I will want to play that when it comes out. 
<laughs> yeah, it's looking really good so far. Awesome. That's great. That's great. Okay. So, Icefurner, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about your projects uh, when we come back. Let's take a quick break. Okay. Um, and we have also a tradition here on Sega Lounge when we have people over. I am a good host, so I like to make th people feel welcomed. So we're going to have a surprise for you after we come back. Oh. I hope you're excited. I am. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> we'll be right back. Man, I hate going to the bank. Waiting in lines, the risk of a robbery, and ATMs also suck. Why would I want to touch German facet keys just to get some money? I wish there was a better way. Hey, you! Huh? Me? Yes, you. There is a better way. Introducing Traffic Cone Money Bags. From the makers of Phone Booth Fried Chicken comes the revolutionary service that will save you time and hassle. Whenever you need money, just knock down a traffic cone and get a money bag. No need to go out of your way to find a crowded bank or ATM. Beating up some goons but need some money? Why stop? Just knock down a traffic cone, get a money bag and keep at it. We've now expanded our service to over 100 locations such as streets, beaches, art galleries, bridges and even elevators. And for all you high rollers out there, wooden crate gold bars. The same quality service, but with money protected by hard-to-break containers and with the convenience of gold bars. With traffic cone money bags and wooden crate gold bars, wherever you are, your dough is just a kick away. Welcome back to the Sega Lounge. We're here with Iceferno. Hello. Hello. Hello, hello again. This is a very quick break, right? Very quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Iceferno, as I said, I have a surprise. Uh, I like to f make people feel welcome, uh, but I also like playing games. So, yeah. we have a, a thing here called the Sega Lounge Challenge. Now that you know our guests, it's time to put them to the test. It's the moment we've waited for. And the moment they dread. Welcome to your doom. I mean, welcome to the Sega Lounge Challenge. Aha. <laughs> uh -huh. uh -huh. What is the Sega Lounge Challenge? It's, it's whatever I want, to be honest. So this week, I thought, well, we have uh, a musician here. We have a music legend, the winner of Radio Sega's Fan Choice Remix of the Year 2020. We have to have a musical challenge. So I have with me 10, uh, 10 second long clips. So yep. All 10 clips are 10 second long or 10 seconds long. And um, they are numbered 1 to 10. Some of them have a, a little, you know, Nuance here. Some of them are in reverse. Uh. They are mostly, I will tell you this now, they are mostly classic Sega tunes. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
so I, I think you won't be having much trouble with them, even when they're reversed. But but we never know. We never know because you know I I sometimes think things are too easy, and sometimes they're not because I'm I'm a crazy sick person. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. So the thing is, some ground rules here for you. Um, ten tracks or ten clips. So what we want to do is to find out the name of the game and the name of the track or what stage or where in the game this plays. Okay? Yeah. And so for each of those things, for the, if you get the game correct, you get one point. If you get the song or where it plays in the game correct, you get another point. So you can get up to 20 points. But, you know, I'm... I'm a very nice person. So if you at least get 10 points, you can leave this room alive. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you can leave this room anyway, obviously. Of course, I would never harm you. Or would I? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so got it? Yeah. Yeah, ready? Think you're up for it? I'll give it a go. I, th I think you're, you're going to crush this, but we'll see. So... <laughs> Since this is kind of, um, you know, this is all over the place, you can pick. If you want, you can pick the numbers. Because some are, re are reversed, some are not, so that's probably the best way. Pick a number, and I'll play the track for you. From 1 okay. to 10. Okay, uh, 5. Okay. Number 5. Well done. This is one of the good ones. It's, it's a, a reverse <laughs> track. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Let's take a listen, shall we? Is that Splashway from Outrun? I don't know, is it? <laughs> That's my guess. <laughs> Uh, are you sure? Yeah. So, yeah. Final answer. Yeah. Yeah. You're saying splash wave from Outrun. Yeah. I'm gonna lock it in, Iceferno. Okay. Yeah. Let's take a listen to the track, not in reverse. Yes. Hey. <laughs> Good job. Two points. Nice. Well done. Well done. Great start. Great start. Okay. So we had number five. What's next? Uh, seven. Seven. <laughs> it's another track in reverse. Okay. <laughs> let's, oh, take, let's take a listen. Oh, I know this one. Moon Beach from Streets of Rage. So, Moon Beach from which one? Which which Streets of Rage? Streets of Rage one. One. Okay. No doubt in your mind about this. No doubt. No doubt. You 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 sound like like very very confident about this. <laughs> what if it's not though? 
Will you be disappointed? I will question everything I know about Streets of Rage. <laughs> <laughs> That's how confident you are. Well, in that case, let's just listen to the track not in reverse. Good job. Good job. Yes. Well done. Well done. That's it. Moon Beach from Streets of Rage 1. So that's another two points. Good job. Four hey. points. Are we aiming for a, like a perfect score? Mm. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe we are. Let's see. Okay. So five and seven. What's next? I'll go one. One. Okay. <laughs> amazing. That's, that's amazing. Um, it's another track in reverse. <laughs> uh, plot twist, they're all reversed. No, 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 they're not. They're not. Five of them are, five of them are not. So let's take a listen to number one. Ah, the original Tetri mix. What, what, sorry? Hmm? Huh? Uh, Tetrimix from Tetris Mega Drive. So you're saying I would go with something so obvious <laughs> as the source track for, for your remix? I guess you would. So, final answer. Yeah. Yeah. Tetris. Yep. Tetrimix. Let's see, or let's listen. Yes. Yeah. Tetrimix A from the Mega Drive version of Tetris. So two more points. Amazing. Nice. Well done, well done. Crushing the tracks, the reversed tracks. So let's see what comes next. Uh, five, seven, one. What's next? Uh, two. Two. <gasps> this is not in reverse. How oh. dare you? <laughs> Let's take a listen. Oh, yeah. That's uh, Outrider Crisis from Super Hang On. Is it? Yes. <laughs> Have you played Super Hang On? Yep. Yep. Back in the day or more recently? Yeah, back in the day. I think it was on Mega Games 1, one. or 3. I forget. 1, 1. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely. Super Hang On Columns and World Cup Italia 90. Yeah. I remember I, when I got my Mega Drive, I got it with Sonic 1 and Mega Games 1. Nice. Yeah. And that's correct, of course. That's yeah. Outrider Crisis from Super Hang On. What else can I say? Just good job. Two points. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. So we're almost halfway there. What's next? Five, seven, one, two? Four. Four. Uh, yeah, that's a good one because it's reversed. Let's take a listen, <laughs> shall we? <laughs> Yeah, I know this one. 
Dreamer from Streets of Rage 2. Let's see. Of course. Yes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Good job. Two points. So that's 10 points already. So good job. Good job. Can we so get I'm a perfect qualified. score though? <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be amazing. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. So I think I think you can do it because you're, you're, you're crushing this. There's just one track in there that is a little bit tricky. Let's see if you get it or I not. I'll choose it next. <laughs> Let's see. We'll see. So Five, seven, one, two, four. Three. 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 Okay. Not in reverse. So at this point, we've had one, uh, two, three, four tracks in reverse. So we have, you have one more uh, reverse track. Okay. Which one it is, we'll, we'll have to find out. But it's not this one. Let's take a listen to number three. Oh, yeah. The two-player versus version of Mystic Cave from Sonic 2. So Mega Drive. Yep. Yeah. Have you played Sonic 2 two-player? Yeah. Yeah. I have a bit. Mm -hmm. And you're saying this is Mystic Cave two-player? Yep. Do you remember the other two-player tracks, two-player levels? Yeah, there was a versus version of Emerald Hill and of Casino Night, and then there was just a special stage. Mm -hmm. So there was Mystic Cave, Casino Night, the special stage, and you said there was another one? Uh, Emerald Hill. So this is indeed from Sonic 2. But this is from Emerald... No, it's not. It's Mystic Cave 2 player, obviously, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Two points. Well done. Yes. <laughs> good job. Okay. D looking good. Looking good so far. So what's next, Iceferno? Uh, six. Six. Good one. Good one. Not in reverse. Let's take a listen. Oh, um, I'm drawing a blank on this one. I don't think I know it. Should I play it again? No, I don't think I'll get it. Does it sound like anything you know from Sega, you remember from Sega? Am I allowed a clue? A clue. Hmm. Yes. Yes. Um. So, the the track we we just heard the clip is from the the arcade version of the game. Hmm. This particular version of the game, so this particular title in the series, was not 
in was not released on the Mega Drive. Yeah. Was released on the Master System though. There was another version, another title released for the Mega Drive. But it's an, an, an arcade original. Yeah. One you can find, and that's, I'm not going to tell you anything else. One you can find in certain Yakuza games at Club Sega. Uh huh. Hmm. Uh, sounds like something that would be an Alex Kid. Ah, just no, I'm not familiar with it. Nope. No, nothing. So, no. if you if you had to guess, like gun to your head, what would you say right now? Ah. Uh. One of the later levels in Alex Kidd and Enchanted Castle. Okay. So Alex Kidd in, in the Enchanted Castle, one of the later levels obviously is not enough for a point. But maybe the game, maybe? This is round one. Round one. Yeah. Also known as Opa Opa. Oh. <laughs> From Fantasy Zone. From Fantasy Zone. Fantasy Zone was not a Mega Drive game, but Super Fantasy Zone was a Mega Drive game. So that's why I said, you know, one of the other yeah. titles was released on the Mega Drive. And you can play Fantasy Zone in Club Sega uh, in several Yakuza games. So, yeah. unfortunately, no points here. Ah, but, uh-huh. but, but no worries. There are three uh, more clips to go. So, what's next? We have, uh, um, what do we have? We have five, eight, nine, and ten. I did five, didn't I? Oh, yeah, five was the first one. Sorry. So, yeah. So, um, eight, nine, and ten. Yeah, eight, nine, and ten. Three of them. I'll go eight. Eight. Okay, let's take a listen. Not in reverse. Um, Echo the Dolphin? Um, not sure what part, maybe, maybe the first level. Why? Why Echo the Um, Dolphin? I, the, the sound of it seems familiar, but I don't, I'm not that familiar with the soundtrack itself. But you, you, you think it sounds like something from Echo the Dolphin? Yeah. Okay. A uh, fun fun story about Echo the Dolphin. Uh I've I've interviewed the the composer of the the Mega CD version, which is like uh. the the original one, and then they adapted it to the Mega Drive. So they are yeah. very similar for the first game. And uh the the creator of of Echo the Dolphin didn't want him to use like usual instruments and stuff. He wanted the the game to sound like something alien, something different. Yeah. So you're saying Echo the Dolphin, right? And uh, yeah, 
where, what title of the track, whatever? Uh, I don't know the title. So where does it play? Could you? Um, I think it plays in the first stage, maybe. First stage? I'm, I'm trying to think. Mm. I'm going to give you one point for the game, by the way. So it is Echo oh. the Dolphin. I'm trying to think, because oh, nice. I, I, I think you are right in a sense. This is the opening, but I also think that it plays in the first part of the first level. Yeah. After you, have you played the game? Or saw something? Uh, yeah. 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 So you, you have to jump... And then there's like a whirlwind and t tornado and stuff, and uh, all the other dolphins get sucked into space. So before yeah. that happens, I think it's the same track. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give you another point. I'm gonna give you two points. Oh. If I'm not correct, nice. uh, send all hate mail to podcast at thesegalounge.com. But two points for you, Iceferdo. Well done. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. So, nine or ten now? Uh, nine. Nine. Okay. Nine. I think nine is the tricky one. Let's see. Let's take a listen. No idea. <laughs> I thought this would be a bit tricky. So, what are you thinking about this track right now? Um, I don't know. The, the arrangement almost sounds like something Rexy would have made. <laughs> it's, it's not a remix. It's just like it's a track from the, the, the game's soundtrack. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, for example, clue? Um, would you say this is a retro track, a modern one? Uh, modern, I think. Modern, right? Yeah. This is an instrumental of the, the track, the, the original, which has vocals. Yeah. And it's hmm, a clue, a clue. So this is from... I think I, I think I'm gonna give it away, but this is is in the past like two or three years was probably the game that most people in the Sega Remix community uh, remixed. Loads and loads of remixes of tracks from this game. Yeah, and uh, um, we've got a very very beloved soundtrack and the game as well. Um, um, I'm going to guess Sonic Forces. Is, is Sonic Forces a beloved game? Um, uh, no. Depends who you ask. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so your guess Sonic Forces? 
Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Unfortunately, no, no. Uh, it's not what I would call a beloved game. There are people who love it. I'm, I'm sure. I know. I know. I know someone who loves it. It, it says that it's one of their favorite games of all time. But um, you know, generally speaking, I don't think that's the case. This was Rivers in the Desert from Persona Five. Persona uh. Five, yes, a game that I I haven't played personally, but I I love the soundtrack at least. It's a very nice one. Okay, so final. Let let's take a look at the scores. So far, we have ten, twelve, fourteen points so far. So you can get up yeah. to sixteen points. Let's take a listen to number ten, shall we? Yep. And guess what? It's in reverse. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the um, uh, what is the title of it? Um, it's from Space Harrier. Does it have a name? Does it? <laughs> if you tell me where it uh, plays, I, I I will accept it as well. It's it's the stage theme. So, that's your final guess, right, Iceferno? Yeah. For glory. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For 16 points. The Space Harrier, yeah. the, the stage theme. Yeah. I see. So this is Space Harrier, indeed. One point. Let's, let's take a listen, shall we? So it is Space Harrier. Yeah. And it's the main theme or the stage theme as well. So it's the theme of Space Harrier. So one more point. Yeah. That's two points and 16 points in total. Which hey. means, which means, my friend, you get the official Sega Lounge seal of approval. Well done. Well done. Nice. And that is indeed a real thing. No one ever believes me. Everyone says, yeah, <laughs> nice, but they don't really believe me. So <laughs> I will send it to you. Uh, in a little bit, uh, and you will, you'll, you know, you can pride, proudly wear it if you want, <laughs> or something. But yeah, so good job, good job. Uh, you, you did amazingly well. Uh, it's it's not easy. So sixteen points out of twenty. It's very very good. It's a very very good job. Well done. Okay, so before we go. Um, let's, let's talk a little bit more about, um, your, your upcoming project. So anything you would like to share that we can, you know, be on the lookout for? You've talked about that Streets of Camarocho project. Anything else? Um, I'm going, I'm working on Streets of Wrath 4. Oh. And I hope to have that finished and released uh, by the end of April, mm -hmm. which will be exactly a year after the Streets of Rage 4 game came out. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. so that's something to look forward to right yeah yeah excellent excellent so how can people get in touch or uh, learn more about 
what you do and what you're up to? Um, well, you can uh, find me on YouTube. Um, you can leave a comment or uh, visit the um, community page. But I also have a website, iceferno.net, where you could send a personal email if you wish. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm on Facebook and Twitter as well. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And so we'll, you'll find links to all of that in the show notes, in the description of this episode. So do check it out. Uh, do you actually, are you, um, you know, taking commissions or anything at the moment? Uh, I sometimes do. Um, sometimes, sometimes people request uh, remixes from me and uh, I get a bit of a commission from that. Mm -hmm. So the best way to get in touch if someone wants to commission you is via your website, perhaps. Yeah. So people, get on it. Get on it. <laughs> Iceferno.net. <laughs> okay yeah. Iceferno one last question I ask this to all of my guests are you familiar with the concept of blast processing yes yes <laughs> okay, so in the 90s Sega said that the Mega Drive and more specifically the Genesis had blast processing so my question is let's say blast processing is a real thing and can make things more powerful or faster whatever if you could add blast processing to anything in the world what would it be and why i don't know <laughs> what needs to be more powerful or faster or you know charged i guess faster public transport <laughs> okay that's the common answer actually public transport All right. public transport although we're not you know we don't need that so much these days, but no, not at the moment, <laughs> not at the moment. But maybe they could, you know, just an idea, just take the time now that we're not using that as much to add some blast processing to all the buses and trains and planes and whatever, right? And when yeah. we get out of this pandemic, we'll have blast processed trains and, and stuff. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Iceferno, thank you very much. Thank you for being such a good sport. I hope you had fun. Yeah, I've really enjoyed myself. Thanks for the invite. I, I've had a lot of fun. Uh, it was very nice to, to you know talk to you, learn a little bit more about you. Uh, again, congrats on winning Radio Sega's Fan Choice remix of the year 2020. Uh, it, thank you. It's a great, it's a great track. And um, hopefully... You know, maybe next year you'll be in the top 10 again and we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe, you know, uh, just beating T-Lopes again. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> you can put that on your resume. <laughs> your CV. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, dude. Have a good one. You too. Take care. Big thanks to Iceferno for coming on the show. Remember, you can find all his music, including his winning remix of Tetrimix, over at iceferno.net, and then just follow the links to his YouTube or Bandcamp. And check out the links in the description of the show. 
As a reminder, if you want the full show notes, including all links and some extra tidbits of information for each episode of the Sega Lounge, you can go to our website, thesegalounge.com. As we're getting ready to close the doors of the lounge for another week, I just wanted to give a special mention to our friends over at Sega Shop Europe. They just announced that some new items have been added to their Mega Drive range, and they look incredible. There are a couple of new awesome-looking hoodies, t-shirts, a water bottle, a mug, some pins, and quite honestly, I want everything. If, like me, you live in Europe, but outside the UK, there is the not-that-small issue of customs charges due to Brexit. If you use the segashop.eu page to purchase items, all prices will be VAT-free. However, there is still the matter of customs charges that can be applied to your order depending on your country's current policies. So be aware of that before you order anything. I was told that the good people at Sega Shop Europe are working on a more permanent solution to this problem, so I'll be sure to keep you posted regarding any future updates to this matter. And now, sadly, it's time to say goodbye. I hope you had a fun time listening to this episode, and if so, please come back next week as we talk to someone who is all about going fast. Curious? Join me next time on the Sega Lounge. Until then, please do take care and stay safe. I'll see you all next week. Bye bye The Sega Lounge. Hosted by me, KC, and part of Radio Sega's network of live shows and podcasts theme song and incidental music by OSC. Find them at opusciencecollective.bandcamp.com Got any suggestions? Drop me an email to podcast at thesegalounge.com Follow us on Twitter at thesegalounge and like us at facebook.com slash thesegalounge You can find previous episodes of the show by going to thesegalounge.com and wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. Mixed on Productions podcast.